Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Hello, my friends. I'm Dennis Prager. Always good to be with you. I find it fascinating to meet with listeners. It gives me a very good opportunity to monitor how, if I may say it, my public feels. Last night I had a a cigar event in Los Angeles. So Sean says he heard I was fantastic. So I always have a very mixed uh, reaction to that. The last time I wasn't. That's my immediate reaction. I, it, it's like when you know you tell you tell a woman you you really look beautiful today. Oh, today. What about yesterday? Anyway, uh, it was a, it was a wonderful evening. Jennifer Horn was the hostess of the evening, and she did her usual terrific job. She precedes me on the local station in Los Angeles. And the people who were there, mostly men, a number of women, were upbeat. They they are doing what I am doing during the... The attempted counter-revolution to the American Revolution that the left is engaged in, overthrowing everything precious that uh, we who love this country believe in. Everything, literally everything. There is nothing good about America that they are not attempting to destroy. The the, the raid, the unprecedented attack on a uh, a predecessor president it's just the latest example. And the, the, uh, the cowardly, obsequious, uh, corrupt press that uh, is totally cooperative. Had this been done to a, an opponent by a Republican, the, the howls from the media would be the dominant issue in American life. We would be told it's the end of democracy the left and fascists of the right, they charge all the time what they are doing. I spoke yesterday for an hour, nearly an hour, with Alan Dershowitz. If you missed that hour, you should hear it. You can hear every hour you want, anytime you want, without commercials at PragerTopia.com. PragerTopia.com. He has lost essentially all his friends. The, one of the most prominent liberal spokesmen of, in the country for the last, I, I would say, 40 years. As a Harvard Law professor, I think he was tenured at the earliest age of a Harvard Law professor at the time in Harvard Law history. He has not changed a single value. He is a liberal. He voted he did not vote for Donald Trump, but he is defending Donald Trump. 
against the corruption which he faces, the corrupt government. He has lost, uh, I asked him straight out, he has lost all his friends. He was disinvited from, uh, I think, a wedding of, of a friend's child or grandchild. Because people would not show up if Alan Dershowitz came. Can you think of an, any corresponding boycott of, the, of a, an event, of a personal event, a wedding, a bar mitzvah, what, whatever it might be, because of the dislike of one of the people invited? Would I, would I not go to a, a wedding if somebody also invited George Soros? I find it fascinating, actually. And, and George Soros is a completely demonic character. It is almost difficult to explain how bad a human being he is, how much damage to the West one man can do. But, of course, it's much easier to destroy than to build, so you have to put that into the equation. This is, uh, this is unprecedented. The sick group called the left, the progressives, sick. Not to appreciate this country, to tear it down. It has to emanate from part sickness and, and part de- de- defective conscience. Today, Victor Davis Hanson is kindred a spirit in terms of values and insights as I have in my life. Writes a piece for the wonderful website, American Greatness, which publishes my piece each week. The FBI has become dangerous to Americans and an existential threat to their democracy and rule of law. Listen to how he opens his piece. This is not a man who is a shouter. He's a professor of ancient uh, ancient cultures, of, of Greek and Roman history and warfare and literature. The FBI is dissolving before our eyes into a rogue security service, akin to those in Eastern Europe during the, the, during the Cold War. Wow. You heard of the Stasi, the East German secret police? Victor Davis Hansen, one of the most careful with words commentator of our time, is saying that the FBI of the United States is dissolving into something akin to the Stasi, the East German secret police. Of course he's right. You know, I philosophize on this issue. I philosophize on every issue. Who is this more painful for? Young people who are aware of what is happening to America or old people who, who are aware of what is happening to America? A case can be made in either case. For either group. I'm in the old category. And for me who 
for whom the letters FBI once meant my buddies, the friends of my country who combat its enemies, not who combat the left's enemies, not who combat the Democrats' enemies, not who combat the New York Times' enemies. This is new. Maybe I was naive, but this is what I I thought of. What was the name of the uh, TV series with the uh, with the FBI? The FBI with the heroes. This was a long time ago. Must have been in the seventies, I guess. People watched it. Elliot Ness. Yes, it was about Elliot Ness. The Untouchables. Well, that was the movie made on the, I believe, on the TV series. Elliot Ness. He he was portrayed as an incorruptible FBI agent fighting, I believe, Al Capone. Yeah, 59 to 63. Wow. I was very young. And these were heroes. I... Robert Stack was the actor. I think I'm picturing him perfectly right now. The FBI is dissolving before our eyes into a rogue security service akin to those in Eastern Europe during the Cold War. Take the FBI's deliberately asymmetrical application of the law. This week, the Bureau surprise raided the home of former President Donald Trump and historical first. A massive phalanx of FBI agents swooped into the Trump residence while he was not at home to confiscate his personal property, safe, and records. All of this was over an archival dispute of presidential papers common to many former presidents. Agents swarmed the entire house, including the wardrobe closet of the former first lady. Note we are less than 90 days out from a midterm election, and this was not just a raid, but a political act. The Democratic Party is anticipated to suffer historical losses. Donald Trump was on the verge of announcing his candidacy. We continue. Hi, everybody. By the way, I was wrong. Elliot Ness was not FBI. I checked it out. He was the uh, Bureau of Alcohol and Tobacco, I believe, and and the Treasury Department. But he was not strictly FBI. I'm only doing it because every piece of data I give to you, I insist be correct. Well, he died at age 54. Wow. And The Untouchables was the name of the movie, but... As far as kids were concerned, and adults, the FBI represented an organization that was completely apolitical and which fought on behalf of America against bad guys. They're now bad guys fighting against America. So I asked you a question, a thought question. I asked it to myself. For whom is this more painful? Young people who are aware of this or older people like me 
who knew a beautiful America. Not a perfect America, a beautiful America. An America where in its agencies were filled with, as every, every group will have its corrupt individuals, but it was generally speaking composed of people who wanted to help this country, not corrupt bastards who run every agency in Washington today. If Victor Davis Hansen sees the FBI as moving towards becoming the Stasi East German secret police, do you understand how serious this is? So I ask, who's it worse? Now, young people, I speak to Julie, the 22-year-old wunderkind, remarkable, gifted, precious human being that I do a weekly podcast with at the Salem Podcast Network, and it's you can watch it if you want. It's how to listen. You want to watch it. It's on YouTube, Dennis and Julie Podcast. I beg you to have your young people watch it because they'll be hearing a 22-year-old. And by the way, it's not even mostly about politics. We talk about a lot about life and ourselves, and it's very open. And, it's, and of course, America comes into it. So we were talking off the air, and she understands the degradation of the country because of the left, and it's very painful to her because she asks, what kind of future does she have? This is a country with political prisoners. Dr. Simone Gold is a political prisoner. This woman is a hero. She's sort of like Sakharov, the great Russian dissenter who the Soviets kept under house arrest for, for many, many years. Under Stalin, he would have been simply murdered, but uh, the later Soviet leaders closed Gulag. And just put and just arrested you, or or in some cases put you in an in, in insane asylum if you dissented. It's like the left here. The left does believe that a lot of us who supported Donald Trump when he was president are mentally ill. <laughs> right, the, those of us who believe that. The human species comes in two sexes, are, are, are the sick ones. The ones who say men menstruate, they're, they're the healthy ones. Yep. In 2016, then-FBI Director James Comey announced that candidate Hillary Clinton was guilty of destroying subpoenaed emails, a likely felony pertaining to her tenure as Secretary of State. Yet he all but pledged that she would not be prosecuted, given her status as a presidential candidate. As far as targeting presidential candidates, Donald Trump was impeached in 2020, ostensibly for delaying military aid to Ukraine, by asking Ukrainian officials to investigate more fully the clearly corrupt Biden family, given Joe Biden at the time was a likely possible presidential opponent. 
the FBI, has devolved into a personal retrieval service for the incorrigible Biden family. A personal retrieval service. Right. PTS. It's suppressed for political purposes information surrounding Hunter Biden's missing laptop on the eve of the 2020 election. Previously, the FBI never pursued Hunter's fraudulently registered firearm, his mysterious foreign income, his felonious crack cocaine use, or his regular employment of foreign prostitutes. Yet in a pre-dawn raid, just before the 2020 election, the FBI targeted the home of journalist James O'Keefe on grounds someone had passed him the lost and lurid diary of Ashley Biden, Biden's wayward daughter. At various times, the Stasi style, the FBI has publicly shackled Trump economic advisor Peter Navarro, swarmed the office of Trump's legal counsel Rudy Giuliani, and sent a SWAT team to surround the house of Trump ally Roger Stone. Meanwhile, terrorists and cartels walk with impunity across an open border. Well... FBI Director Christopher Wray last week cut short his evasive testimony before Congress. He claimed he had to leave for a critical appointment, only to use his FBI Gulfstream luxury jet to fly to his favorite vacation spot in the Adirondacks. Wray took over from disgraced interim FBI Director Andrew McCabe. The latter admitted lying repeatedly to federal investigators and signed off on a fraudulent FBI FISA application. He faced zero legal consequences. You should get the article. We'll put it up at uh, DennisPrager.com. He ends that the agency has become dangerous to Americans and an existential threat to their democracy and rule of law. The FBI should be dispersing its investigatory responsibilities to other government investigative agencies that have not yet lost the public trust. I would invite David on, David, uh, excuse me, Victor David Hansen, Davis Hansen, sorry. I would invite him on just to ask him what other agencies have not yet lost the public trust. My friends, it is no time to despair. Despair is a sin. Be happy and fight. Well, everybody, welcome back to the show. If it's not back, welcome to an important first hour. It was entirely on the breakdown of the FBI, the national institutions of this country. Victor Davis Hanson compares the FBI to the East European communist security agencies, and it is apt I compare Simone Gold, this remarkable heroic doctor who's in prison as a political prisoner of the democratic communist regime in this country, terms I never used before. She is, uh, uh, she is analogous to me to Andrei Sakharov, the dissident under the communist regime in the Soviet Union. 
This is the state of the left. I'm, unlike most conservatives, I am not surprised. Knowing the left very, very well, it was my field of study, communist affairs. It was called six in the entire, six or seven in the entire Columbia University majored in communist affairs. I know it because the advanced colloquium or seminar on communist affairs, we sat around a one table in Zbigniew Brzezinski's office. He became the national security advisor to, to Jimmy Carter, and he was my instructor. He was the overseer of the Russian Institute of the School of International Affairs that I attended for graduate work. I never... This is what I never thought. I never thought that what I learned about communism would be applicable to the United States. It didn't it dawn upon me. Fighting the Democratic Party is akin to fighting the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. And, of course, your liberal relatives will scoff at you, not just your leftist relatives, because they live in the state of denial it is too painful to know that your life has been devoted to a crappy cause. It is. It's too painful. Most people don't rethink it. My life has been devoted to Judeo-Christian values, which are actually deeper than Columbia University, and to American values, e pluribus unum, in God we trust liberty. I don't have anything to apologize for. I don't have to face the God that failed, that any decent liberal or leftist would have to face the God that failed, the nonsense that they believed in. Bigger government is not a threat to liberty. God is unnecessary for a, a prosperous, morally prosperous civilization. And all these basic ideas, oh, we know better. And the ultimate belief of every single leftist, that they are morally superior to essentially everyone who lived before them, including Washington, Jefferson, Madison, Lincoln, you name it. It must be wonderful to be a leftist because you think so highly of yourself. You are a moral giant among pygmies. Actually, they are the moral pygmies, though. Every day I think, how can I inspire more people to fight? And I don't know how successful I am. I don't. I don't even know how you count success in this matter. If, if I touched 100,000 people, is that a success? If I touched a million people, is that a success? There are 330 million Americans. There are 7 billion people on earth. What's a success? I don't think of my success. Think of what I have to do. That's it. I want to go to bed every night thinking I have fought as best as I could so that the guys who died at Normandy Beach didn't die in vain. Think about that all the time. If the left wins, every body buried in Normandy Beach died in vain. Sobering thought. It should be a sobering thought. Keep that in mind.
So I've covered uh, the, uh, and I continue, I will continue. I th- it might be a watershed moment. I hope it is the invasion of the home of a former president. No one is above the law. When they say that, I want to regurgitate. It is nausea-inducing. Hillary Clinton was not above the law. Oh, God, it's painful. All these, uh, all these Democratic leaders who lied to us, along with the New York Times and Washington Post, for two years about Russian collusion. They're not above the law. Yep. Nearly 2,000 New York Police Department cops are quitting New York Post before getting full pensions. A 71% jump from 2021, and there was a jump then. The New York Police Department is still hemorrhaging cops. Ever-growing exodus figures show 2,465 police officers have filed to leave the department this year. That, that's only August. 42% more than the 1731 who exited in the same time last year. More disturbing is the fact that the number of cops hanging up their holsters early before reaching 20 years for a full pension has skyrocketed 71% this year from the year before. 1,098 from 641. The uh, chief of the uh, department, let's see, who are they quoting here? Lynch, you know, the New York Police Department. Police Benevolent Association President Patrick Lynch. This exodus is the result of cops in the prime of their careers deciding they have had enough. The NYPD should stop trying to explain this staffing crisis away, admit there's a problem, and help to fix it. Being New York's finest, that's how the New York Police Department has been called since I grew up in New York, has lost its luster for many of the rank and file who have endured anti-cop hostility, bail reform, rising crime, and the city's vaccination mandate currently on pause. Yep. They should move to places that respect the police. And they are. Many of them are doing that. I said 25 years ago, the North saved the Union in the 19th century, and the South will save it in the 21st. Well, if we're saved, it'll be the South that saves it. Be very interesting if the South and North finally did break up. Be a massive movement of people who love liberty, take God seriously, take take self-restraint seriously, take respect for parents and teachers and police seriously. They move south. It's hard to see why that won't happen. I hate talking this way. I'd move. 
I live in a city ruined by the left, a state ruined by the left. City as well, but state, California. To which you can totally appropriately ask, why do I stay here? Because there are too many people I love here. That's why. There are 8 million Republicans in California. It's a tiny fraction, but it's the largest number of any state. I don't feel alone here at all. Those of you who don't live in California would find that remarkable. You are alone if you're, if you believe in American middle-class Judeo-Christian values in Manhattan. You are alone. But you're not alone in California. I do not feel alone at all. I feel that I live in a place that is deliberately being rendered a cesspool. Remember what the devil in Goethe's Faust says. We need to destroy all that exists. That was Marx's motto. It's the motto of the Democratic Party. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com.